Grund nummer 39, 50% priskutt på bleier med A. Hos Rema 1000 satser vi alt på å gi deg Norges råeste bleikutt. 50% priskutt på alle bleistørrelser og typer. Alt fra Pampers og Libro til Level. Max fem pakker med priskutt per handletur. Bare husk å aktivere kuttet i e-appen. Rema 1000, alltid lave priser. Hi and welcome to a new podcast episode with Radical Broccoli. We are so excited for this week's podcast because this theme, I think, honestly, might change your life. <laughs> and we just also want to thank you so much for the patience. We had a week um, off podcasting and I can't really go into details about the why, but I just want to say this, that for us it's so important to have good energy when we record so that's what we give out to you who's listening and we take that super seriously that's why we actually waited a whole week until we are back feeling like ourselves again so without further ado i want to introduce you to my podcast partner hello hello this is suzanne and i'm very excited for today's episode yes Currently, we are in a van. If you didn't know, <laughs> I don't know how you would know, but <laughs> I just want to share with you. We are sitting in a huge van that we rented. Um, we're on a little tour of Radical Broccoli. <laughs> Radical Broccoli tour. <laughs> and um, we are right now in a place called Setubal outside of Lisbon on our way down to the southern part of Portugal and we had an absolutely epic morning today. I didn't sleep much. It was super windy at night. But we woke up, the sun was shining, not a single cloud on the sky. And then we had some tea outside, we did a meditation. Then we went for a run. Then we did some yoga took a swim and had breakfast and took a hundred photos <laughs> and took a hundred photos and this beach here is so beautiful amazing we will post everything so if you don't follow us on instagram you should we will share all our tips if you ever visit portugal mm. it's so beautiful here and it's so just untapped potential yeah it's incredible and uh, just a big um, recap for those of you who haven't listened before. We are sisters. We yes. are from Norway and we just moved to Portugal. Yes. And we have our company together, uh, which we now will be based from Portugal, basically. Yeah. And um, so we moved here and we plan to stay. Yes. <laughs> and we're also partly Portuguese, so it is like a second home country. Yeah, for sure. And we have written... A book called Radical Courage. Yes. Which is a book all about finding that inner courage to really, really follow your dreams and live a life that you feel is completely of purpose. It's yours. It's you. Yes. And it feels so good. You feel excited to wake up in the morning. You know what you're going to do. You know what you're working towards. You know what you're passionate about. And you know what you want to bring out to the world. That's our dream for everyone to feel like that because that was what we were looking for a few years ago before we started Radical Broccoli. And slowly but surely we build kind of a whole job, but it's also a lifestyle. Mm. And people were asking us, how is, how is it possible going from uh, stable, secure jobs um, 
and jumping out into the unknown. Yes, because that's really what it is. And the thing is that, so let's first of all introduce today's topic. Yes, before we go further. And today we're going to talk about trust. Yes. And we have a whole chapter in Radical Courage dedicated to trust mm. and the different sort of things and situations we are placed in where we really have to rely upon trust. Yeah. Um, we don't have to, We, but it will benefit us if we rely upon trust and not go back into fear. Yeah. And um, trust is this firm belief in something. Yeah. And I think for both of us, uh, trust in this regard, the most important relationship is with ourselves mm. and trusting in ourselves. Yeah. And I know that you have come really far when it comes to trusting yourself. Yeah. So can't you start to tell us a little bit about how you completely lost your trust in yourself and where you are today? Yes. So let me take you back a few years. I think it's the year 2014, approximately. Um, I'm living in Singapore and I'm on my exchange program from my university in Denmark. And I am feeling like everything is freaking scary, basically. This is when I started to feel anxiety for the first time. I... I didn't know what was going on, but I felt um, super scared of just small things in the beginning, like a storm that came in. I remember sitting in the window, looking out, feeling like I was really unsafe and looking around me, all my other friends and roommates were just chilling about it. Um, it was the heavy rainfalls. It was traveling. Um, especially when I was riding in a car with someone that I didn't know. How could I trust that they would be a good driver, that they know how to drive in the rain? Taking a boat, what would happen? And I just completely didn't recognize myself being so afraid of everything. And it just built and built and built. And looking back, I really feel like I had lost completely trust in lots of things in the world and also mainly in myself because I hadn't really taken the choices that were for me and over time it built up and built up and it kind of leaked into all these places that it could like where where my brain would just attach it to something if uh, if you understand what I mean and I didn't see it at the time at all um, further in this exchange semester I also broke up with my boyfriend at the time uh, quite a serious relationship and which made me lose even more trust like what what should I trust now and um, I also remember at the time feeling like I never knew what was a good choice for me because over so many years I had taken choices that were right maybe they looked right they were right for the world they were right for uh, my career um i mean right in uh, how do you say it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um and deep down there was something really lacking some passion part the part of me that's creative the part of me that 
that allows myself to have fun. Um, because that's what I did. I started to get like more and more serious and thinking that if I could just control things and do the right things, then uh, I would be safe instead of finding back that trust again. And slowly and surely over the years, I have really rehabilitated the trust. Mm, because you actually really hit rock bottom with that uh, route. I hit, uh, yeah, that was one rock bottom, I would definitely say. I had never felt that anxious before in my whole life. And it really affected everything. Also, actually, I almost didn't um, finish my semester. I almost failed the subject, which if I had failed it, I wouldn't complete the exchange at all. And I had to take the whole year again. And that had never happened to me before. I was really like a nerdy school person. And I always had everything under control. So not, it was just so strange for me. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. We were even driving to our cabin. And you were like oh, gripping to the car. Yeah. This was after I came home during the Christmas. Yeah. And you were like, please go slower. And I was driving in 60. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is not okay. No, I was completely out of my body. It also affected my health. Yeah. Um, I was super exhausted, tired. And my digestion was really like difficult. And um, I was just so scared. Yeah. Um, and then... You had a job offer that you said no to. Yeah. So this was two years later when I finished uh, my master's. Yeah. I had kind of gotten back into school, gotten back to Copenhagen, went on another exchange. Uh, it, had got, it had gone a little up and down with my anxiety. Um, I felt like the, new ex the next time I went on exchange, I went to Brazil, found a lot, a lot of passion there. Uh, I got back some of that joy for life and just living and being. And I think I recovered a little bit there. And then I I made a choice that felt like this was really safe. And that was taking a job offer in a consultancy company, which was kind of seen as a very like smart route to take when you have studied economics. And uh, I considered it, I considered it and... What I did was to ask people for advice, like, should I do it? Should I not? I didn't listen to myself completely. Or at all? No. <laughs> um, I mean, there was no passion for me in that. The only thing was like, it's really well paid. It's really secure. It's really good for the CV. It's a really good place to start. So everyone said, if you want to do something else later, you can. But just start with this. So I tried. I signed the contract, I got the job, I was prepared, and then it started slowly getting closer to the day I was going to begin. And uh, I just freaked out. My anxiety came back full frontal, and I knew what I had to do. It just came really clear to me. I had to um, go there, talk to my boss, explain what was going on and just let the job go and uh, it was really really hard because they only pick a very few people each year so you're really like you're kind of lucky also to get the job it's a hard recruiting process and um, everything in my logical world said what the fuck are you doing you can't miss this opportunity it will never come back to you but I just had to I felt like without my health I am nothing absolutely nothing 
I'm going to say no. I worked up my confidence. I called him. We got a meeting. I explained what was going on. And the most amazing thing happened. He told me, Suzanne, this is okay. I understand. The only thing I want is that you do what's right for you. And I think I started crying because it was just so heartwarming. And I didn't expect that from him because he was like a really um, corporate boss, you know. It just felt so good um, and scary. And afterwards came this big black hole that we've been talking about, the void of whether or not it was right. And that's where also the trust has to come in. Yes. And that's when we went to Portugal for and the, moved there. Yes. For a bit. And uh, it's quite parallel with your story as well. Yeah, it is. Um, but first, I just want to really talk about how to start sort of rehabilitating yourself, getting yeah. back into trust. Yeah. Because I think that that is the most important part. Now yes. we've heard a story of how far um, you even like it manifests in health when you don't trust yourself and yeah. your choices. Definitely. That's how freaking awesome the body is. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> the body is just trying to be on your team, trying to nudge you slowly at the beginning with small things, headache, maybe like aching in the body, telling you, okay, get back into alignment, get back into alignment. And you don't listen to it, you push it further and further. It will ache more. I'm telling you. Yeah. I, I couldn't even, I looked in the mirror and I didn't recognize the person. Mm. I didn't know it was me. And it went really far. I pushed myself really, really far off. Yeah. So I can say that together, we both resigned our, our jobs. Yeah. And we both moved to Portugal, yeah. where we're back now in 2017. Mm. And that's where we picked up this little side project that we had called Radical Broccoli. <laughs> and it was supposed to be the best of times, but actually we're, we both really had to go even worse I would say before we got better yeah I we was, had to surrender and mm. let it all flow and wash over us yeah so for Suzanne she was so she had so much anxiety that she couldn't see yeah. at one point and that was drive yeah that was um not fun <laughs> to no. be around because <laughs> it of course scared me as well and I was just really struggling with my body with my I had the depression from years and years of just pushing everything inside me. Yeah. But slowly and surely, we just started to do things that made us happy. Mm. And I'm so proud of us back then. Yeah, me too. It's so cool to think now that we just decided to do that together. Yeah. And it happened And we had no time. clue what would wait us. We had no plan. No. no. No nothing. We just... I remember I even told people at my work before I quit, like, yeah, maybe I'm probably going to get a job in Lisbon. Because I couldn't say I didn't have a plan. <laughs> yeah. And um, I remember, I don't know who, why I started reading that book, but I remember I bought a book called The Universe Has Your Back by Gabrielle Bernstein. Yeah. And I remember so well, I was sitting on the balcony upstairs in our, our grandmother's house. And there's this meditation where basically she says, put every single one of your worries in a basket right in front of you imagine a golden basket and just like draw them out of your body put them in the basket and then envision that an angel comes down takes a basket with them yeah i remember that one 
And oh, I feel like that was the first moment where I really got back my hope and trust and wow. just someone telling me that, you know what? You matter. Yeah. You're here for a reason. You can change absolutely everything. Mm. You just have to trust in yourself. Yeah. And that really, really changed something for me. And I started to understand, not on a very deep level, but I started to really understand all of these limiting beliefs that we go around having. For example, like, I can't live off my dream mm. was a big one. Yeah. I'm not worthy of having a good life. I would actually think that. Yeah. I can't make money off my hobby. I can't have it all. That was a big one. Yeah. And we thought we couldn't have so much fun and work at the same time. Mm. And it actually took, I would say, probably a whole year of slowly but surely tapping into something deeper within this trust. Yeah. But slowly getting health back. No, 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 no. Until spontaneously, <laughs> I said, we're going to Costa Rica. Yes. Because <laughs> our health was better, but then we moved back to Oslo and it got worse again. Yeah. And it just felt like there's no point in anything if we're going backwards with this. I want to be healthy. I have such a strong desire. Yeah. And I just had this inner knowing, this intuition was so strong. I just knew that was where the answers were going to be. Yeah. And so we both just said, okay, we have nothing to lose. Just trust it. Yeah. We seriously booked the tickets. We left two days after <laughs> for three weeks. Yeah. And uh, I feel like that's where things really started to get magic. <laughs> that's where it started to get magic. That's so true. That's where we started to learn more also about our diets and how our diets affect our our physical health, of course, but our mental health. Yeah. So we started eating lots of more plants. We really started eating more close to the earth, like zero processed foods, lots of hydration, lots of juicy fruits and everything that really revitalizes the whole system. Mm. And one day we were just walking around in Santa Teresa and I saw the sign which said crystal massage. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I was so drawn to it. Mm. It was like my body just walked in there. <laughs> and we met this amazing woman called Johanna. And she is like a real wizard. Uh, the massage was the first time I really, really understood there was so much more out there that I didn't know. <laughs> she would cradle you. She sang Oprah, she she like she read your soul. Oprah. Oh, Oprah. <laughs> and I remember the things she said was so accurate. Mm. And then she said, You have to meet this um you have to meet this woman called Adi. Yeah. Adi will make you a cleanse. Yes. And so we did. We were we fully trusted again. Yeah. And we, we met all in. met this uh I remember we met her at uh, What's that cafe called again? Yeah. I can't remember. At Playa Hermosa. Yeah. And then we just saw this, I mean, this woman walking towards us and she just, she, her warmth and her love, the first thing I remember she said, it's such an honor to work with you. Yeah. And I, I just never felt that honored before and like I was somebody and that we, we could actually 
give her value too. And I've never met a person um, who just without knowing who we were gave us so much love. Yeah, she came with a completely open heart. She had the biggest smile and she felt like this mother energy. She was just going to nurture and take care of us. And she said, trust me, girls. You will feel so amazing when you do this with me. Mm. And everything will change. Yeah. And so it did. And so it did. And um, this was... Uh, she is now... She is family. She is a sister. Yeah. She is one of the dearest people I have to my heart. And we have visited her more times. And mm. she has built the ultimate paradise in Costa Rica called Tea Retreats. Yeah. Um, but... From her, I also saw somebody who just lived in this trust. She she worked with the rhythm of nature. Mm. She put intentions with yeah. everything she was doing. I mean, the way she just made a smoothie. It wasn't just a smoothie. It was filled with love. Yeah. And that's what made us heal, honestly. Yeah. She stood by... Even blessing all the bottles. Every time she filled in something in the bottles, she she made this blessing. Talking to the food, you know, the food is alive. <laughs> Talk to it, saying that nurture nurture the girls as much as possible. These kinds of small, small prayers that really are acts of intention and energetic. Yeah, and that was so new coming from Norway. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> really from being the corporate like, world. <laughs> <from> the corporate. <laughs> I worked in the military. It was um, a little bit more, you know, masculine. But we were so open to it. We were so open. We had nothing to lose. We were, and I think actually that's a beautiful place to be in. Yeah. Don't like just throw yourself out there. And I even crave that feeling now because now I feel like, but I built up all this. I don't want to lose that. Mm. But just being in that place of where you just give it your all and just fully trust into something new. Yeah. That's a really, really amazing place to be. And that experience there, that's what gave us the energy to go back to Norway. And really, that's when our business just exploded. Yeah. That's so true. It's just, wow, thinking about it now. So, so amazing. Um, everything in Costa Rica taught me how there is more out there. How there is not only us. We don't have to control and try and make everything happen. We co-create with the universe. It's us, let's say, 50-50. We put something out there. We put our best energy out there, our best selves, our open hearts out there. And we will be met with the same from the world. Mm. That's back to quantum physics again. That's how it works. It's the laws of the universe. Mm. And also the law of action. For every yeah. action, there's a reaction. And when you trust, you will be trusted back. Yeah, 100%. And that's where also I, f I feel like a lot of people fall into controlling, into manipulating. Mm. And all of these habits that are so unhealthy and that will actually block you so much and do the opposite. Yeah. I, I know this because I was there. I remember having zero gut feeling, zero intuition, zero meaning of uh, whether I should do something or not. And I probably think that there are some of you listening to the podcast that feel the same way. 
And I will reassure you, this is not something that is like your design as a person. It's under there. 100%. You just have to slowly but surely make choices that make you trust yourself again. And then this voice will come back again. Mm. For me now, it's so crystal clear. It's like, I just know. But how do you start training that again? Do you have some uh, concrete habits, uh, examples on on how you built up that trust to yourself? Yes, I do. Um, One thing I started to do was to meditate. I started meditation ritual. It was this 21-day meditation with Deepak Chopra and Oprah Winfrey. And listening to that every day also made me understand that if I change internally, my outer world changes. And then I got to connect with myself every single morning. And starting the day with a meditation is just absolutely, it changes everything. Um, It changes our energy field and we attract different things than we would if we just woke up too early and stumbled out in life randomly without setting our intention and getting our energy right for the day. So that was one thing I did. Another thing was, of course, my diet, as I talked about. Um, After going to Costa Rica, I really understood. I had been going back and forth with plant-based, eating fish, eating this, eating that. And then I really... I really felt how good I could feel in my body and how good I was allowed to feel over time. And that this was really the right thing for me was to eat plants, was to eat really, really like lots of raw plants, lots of just getting all the nutrients from all the colors of the rainbow of the vegetable and plant world. And there again, really, I think food is a brilliant place to practice trusting yourself because we're all so different. Yeah. Something that works for one person may be different for another. Yeah. And this was where trust came in for me because I had read so many articles, you know, all these confusing things that say, oh, one day you see butter is good. Next day fish is good. Next day um, none of them are good at all. And then it's all this generic information that we're just exposed to all the time. At least I was because I was reading all this stuff. Um. So one thing I did to build up my trust again was to withdraw from consuming all this information and going inside instead. I don't read lots of newspapers. I don't read lots of magazines. I don't read lots of fitness tips, diet tips, la la la. I listen to my body and it knows. It tells me everything. Everything. How I should exercise that day. Have I had enough to drink? What do I want to eat the next meal? And that's a really good place also to start. Um, so I feel like regaining trust is about stripping away the overload of information. And um, how do you say it? Um, how much impressions we are exposed to every day. Mm. Can we slow it down a notch? Can we, for a little period, meet less people, be less on social media? Like just... Can we be? Can we exist more? And, and start to get curious about yourself. Yeah. Really start to see it as exploration. And I think something that has been so fascinating for me is meeting people who have, um, for example, 
knowledge in different areas. I've loved getting my human design reading. Yeah. It was just like, yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. Oh, yeah. so I'm supposed to be like that. Wow. Mm. Now I want to be me even more. I love me. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so many people out there. And that's the thing. Like all of these people have probably gone through the same process. They had to trust their self, trust their abilities. And now they're helping other people do the same. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about um, becoming more yourself is yeah. that you will end up in a place where you have something really, really, really fantastic to offer to the world. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't hide it. No. And that's the thing. Like if you resist it, that's why why things that you don't want will continue to happen because yeah. it's just your higher self, the universe, whatever you believe in, trying to tell you there's a different path. There's yeah. a different way for you to get everything you dream of. It's trying to bump you into your path again, basically. Yeah. And all those detours that we want to take because we're scared. We don't dare to. Now is not the time. I don't have the money. I can't afford it. I'm too afraid. I'm. That's not for me. But you still feel that voice inside you saying, do it. Mm. And I think that a very important topic on trust is this betrayal that we keep on doing to ourselves. Yeah. So when we don't trust ourselves, we actually betray ourselves very often. Yeah. We put ourselves in positions where we don't belong. And that, that hurts. That hurts. That hurts. It's, it's, I, I feel like it's, I've felt worse when I've betrayed myself than when I've experienced that other people have betrayed me. Yeah, 100%. And it takes a longer time to heal. And, and I don't think other people can betray you if you don't already betray yourself. Yes. I believe in that. Mm. Um, so really remember that it's not like, it's not selfish. No. It's really honoring who you are, why you're here. And bringing out the best of you into the world. What's better for the world than that? There's nothing better for the world. That's why we're here. Yeah. It really is. If everyone would trust themselves, treat themselves like absolute gods and goddesses and bring out their best into the world. I mean, we would live in such a magical place. Mm -hmm. And slowly but surely, this year, especially this past two years, have been a really transformative time. As I see it, it's like the whole universe shaking us loose to see if we are doing what we're actually supposed to do. If Or if if we're not, then... It will crumble. It will crumble <laughs> and fall apart. And this is something that we have learned. It will happen now until 2025, until people really go deep get the roots really strong and build from there. Mm. Mm, It's really exciting times. (laughs) Another thing I have to say on trust is that start with the small things because how would you know what your life purpose is if you don't really know what you like to eat? Or where? Or where? What kind of clothes do you like? And we get so confused because we have so many impressions, so much information. It's completely understandable. It's never too late to start. No. Never. And it's like a muscle. You have yeah. to train it. And, and train we go it. off and, and we come back to the path again. And then we take a detour and then we get nudged back in. Mm. And you and I have worked on this a long time, but we recently had an experience where we both absolutely betrayed ourselves in a business situation. Yeah, it was very unconscious though. 
yes, it started very unconscious, but then we knew. Yeah. And still we continued and we yeah. continued. And then we had to just uh, really step up for ourselves. And it happens. So we're back. We have to re- <laughs> regain that trust. Yeah. To, like to ourselves and really, really, really trust that we have so much to give. And I know that. But now it's time to really do it. Yes. <laughs> so if you're interested in reading more of our experiences on trust and all the other topics that we discuss in Radical Courage, our ebook is right there on radicalbroccoli.shop.com. Super easy to download in English. Super affordable. Super affordable. Very juicy details about all our experiences, all the ways we have I would not say failed, but all the detours we have taken, <laughs> everything we've learned from it, all the times we've went on a downward spiral and back to the upward spiral again. Mm. Amazing. And trust is such a foundational part of life. Yes. It really is. And I'm excited for you to experience what happens when you start trusting yourself more and the people you will meet the experiences that will come i mean buckle your seatbelt because <laughs> we're going on a ride because we're going on a literal ride we are driving to <laughs> south portugal okay guys thank you so much for listening i hope this resonated with you if it didn't don't worry maybe it will next week um thank you as always for waiting so patiently for our podcast we love talking to you about our podcast, about all the topics, about all your experiences with what we are talking about. And seeing your comments on ratings on iTunes. Thank you a million times. It means the world. And yeah, connect, let's connect. Tell let's us your connect. story. And uh, until next time. Until next time. Ciao, ciao. Har du ett enkelt personföretag eller en liten bedrift? Då är er du säkert lei av att höra mig snacka om hur enkelt det är er med kvitteringar och bilag i Fiken. Så vi ger oss här vi. För vi liker enkelt. Fiken, superenkelt redskap.